0: What a thing! Do you know what I mean? <laughs> what a thing. Right? Right? As my first guest for London something, right? My podcast. <laughs> I got the one... The only goldie.
1: <laughs> well, you know, the last time we were in a room together, it was a MetalGate affair. Do
0: you know what <laughs> I was going to ask that question, right? All right, yeah. so for those who don't know, right, what the MetalGate affair was, yeah? Mm. Um, you got your version of what it was, yeah? But I, I, I got my, <laughs> version. I got my, my versions, version of what it was, My
1: version right? runs true like an arrow. All right, all
0: right, then. So, so, so my version of what MetalGate affair was, was that at that time, that time being, you would just released uh, timeless, timeless, yeah? yeah? And... Um, And everybody was really precious about um, about you know it's, this is my jungle. No 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 no. This is liquid. No no no. It's jump up. Isn't it? Even me. Yeah. yeah? And then and then I'm we glad s- you
1: finally come l- to your listen. Sense.
0: Listen. I've listened <laughs> back to the open forum tape, and then there's I've listened back to my voice, and I've gone like that. Shut up, Run. <laughs> well, <I'm>,
1: shut up. let to hit my hat to Brocky because Brocky called up. Yeah. <laughs> you like looking like mugs at him. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah yeah. But yeah. you know you know the idea of the idea of where I'm at as well, especially with sometimes vision or the idea of um, pioneering Mm. it's moving target Mm. you're there to get shot at and i think there's a lot a big disparity between you know the ethos of what drum and bass music was and how we see jungle as well because we know third you know third, third party records Kickman Records, Warrington the Snowman, I Beat the Records. We know Concrete Jungle. We know where that came from. And of course mm. that leapfrogged into the idea of MC and System and everything else. But at the end of the day, the one thing I realised about that tree it's a very thick oak mm. with a lot of branches. Mm, 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 and we were just really saplings with all of these different things. We didn't days, know where we yeah, were. Yeah. We didn't know the leaves leaves hadn't blossomed. Mm, very early. Flowers days. hadn't 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 bloomed. It took them twenty-five years. Twenty-five years. And um and and that and where we're at is that, you know, I think that drum and bass music, the impact when you say, when you say drum and bass music is such a, it opens up a whole thing. When you just narrow it down to certain connotations, the idea for me is that, I think drum and bass music has done for electronic music or what graffiti did for art. Mm-hmm. It's opened it up at its center in its purest form at five in the morning when Brock is rolling out, when Andy's dropping his tune, or Randall's rolling it mm-hmm. out, Ryder's mm-hmm. killing it. Mm-hmm it's still the uncle that goes to the party to get drunk and no one wants to speak to him because he's speaking the truth. Mm, 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 And it really won't get played on daytime radio mm, as we know it. Yeah, yeah. And which is why people like Rince and people like... We've had to really create our own cottage industry of how the new kids, the new blood, listen to this music and how Grimes impacted the voice of, of the many when we were the, the resonance of the sound of the feeling that was going on, how this country felt,
0: mm-hmm.
1: how we felt. You can
0: imagine that at that time, you know what I mean, 25 years ago, right? I remember you saying that. I remember you got to a point in the conversation and you going like that. Listen, 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 listen it's drum and bass, end of story. Mm-hmm. And, and everybody went like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, uh, it was. It was like it was. Um, I think it was a seminal moment, to be honest. You know? I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of people have said to to, to me, "Ron, you know, something you should release the tapes and whatever."
1: Um, I don't even think it's that. I think it's. I think it's like it was a lesson for all parties in the way that I knew that this is where this music was going to be. Mm-hmm. I knew I could see it like that. But I wasn't a businessman. I was a visionary in that mm. sense, and I know that. And I was consumed by it. Also, remember, you know, and I was, I was on tour, man. I was, I was, I was dis- getting destroyed. Mm. You know, I'm talking with a bass player. You're playing with. You say keep playing. There's white people throwing water on the bass player mm-hmm. while you're warming up for Perry Farrell. Mm-hmm. When this music was up against George Michael and Destiny's Child for best album, Mobiles. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When it when it, when it, it took that stage, but like every kind of music from from black origin, jazz being the denominator, um, it was such a powerful thing that having money and cars, we just treated it with so much disrespect because it was like monopoly money. Mm. It was like, we ain't never used to this and all you could do when you get there, you just end up going, fuck you all. Mm -hmm. When really, that's not the maturity, that was just the anger of being angry that this music was so kept down so kept back. You wonder why kids on road at Aggie now because mm-hmm. no one's listening. Yeah. And the energy of that, do you know what I mean? So it was important times. I think it was. It was you know, uh, uh, you know, my growing never came until the last ten years really. Mm-hmm. I, when I look back on them twenty years, where did they go? Yeah, I was kind of like saying
0: to my producer, like I wasn't quite sure exactly where I met Goldie. I said mm-hmm. I remember a, I remember a I period think it was raw.
1: Do you think it was Raw? I think it was Raw Club, or we... Maybe before. Yeah, I
0: I think it was before, because I can't remember the moment, but I just remember a period of time, and that period of time was Dorney House. Dorney Tower, yeah. Dorney Tower, yeah. Um, Um... I, Jay,
1: Jay Pender's thing when you had yeah, the flat. Yeah, that's
0: right. He had the flat. I remember going out with Carrie at the time and she lived on Grosvenor Ari, uh, Avenue which oh. was like on the other side of, uh, mm. of Primrose Hill. Road. So what I do
1: remember mm. when you played Hand of the Dead Body Mm, yeah 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 at Raw right okay. destroyed the gaff yeah yeah and it was it was like I hadn't made a tune for a minute because I was post timeless so I hadn't made a tune like, as he still got, got it in him to make a tune yeah 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 and then we you know, as you know when artists make stuff then it was always about getting a remix and yeah, you know, I had the ice cube team I, I, yeah, come trying, yeah. and it was about you know there was a lot of shootings going on and mm, it was mm, uh, you know, 365 yeah. we got a you know mm. body and one of you th- and he was like you know the hand of the dead body yeah yeah <laughs> and it was a great moment because mm. he just broke up the place and I'm like yes winning yeah yeah yes. yeah 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 um um, and the culture of the music was 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 it was beautiful, yeah. uh, you know, the culture, you know, we used to go roast and hear Ryder play Ryder's Ghost in Roast and man's licking the wall. It was, yeah, yeah, man's yeah. getting a fort from the back of the room. You see, see thing. the
0: thing is, I mean, without going too far down the the route of, um, you know, the variations in the music, mm. what a lot of people didn't realise that that, um, what... what we now call jungle, and what we now call drum and bass, and what we now call all these variations—they um, were actually being played in those club in those um,
1: club nights anyway. Anyway anyway you were
0: hearing it all yeah it yeah you were right. hearing it all anyway
1: we just, just we, own, we just had our own places to play that's right that's and that's all it,
0: all it was that's all it was, and, that's
1: all it was. <laughs> and, and
0: and and one of those places whether it be Blue Note whether it be um, Swerve you know like um, mm-hmm. on Tottenham Court Road they would gravitate more to one whereas mm-hmm. Rose might gravitate to, to the one, older one man number, the right. sound
1: system yeah exactly. yeah yeah,
0: yeah so um, I mean I want to kind of like fast forward I know there's a lot of people out there that would like to know who don't know the full history of Goldie and and stuff like that. You're going to have to check Wikipedia for that. Do you get what I mean? Right? Um, You know, like, I want to kind of, like, jump in with, like, um, you know, like, I know that recently you've brought out your um, new book. We just Mm. were having a chat about that off air just now. And, um... And my, my interesting thing about for me like having read part of it so far, which I have had to stop because you give me another book. Actually, <laughs> another book that is right now. That's, that that, that, that one there is the one that I'm reading. Do you know what I yeah, mean? And yeah. I'll go back to that one. I'll have that done by the end of the year. But but interestingly, you already had a autobiography out. Yeah. Right. So
1: why did you go in again? Um, I think that the first book, Nine Lives, was really about how big your dick is and how many birds I nailed mm, mm, and how much money I had. It's totally charged by ego, mm-hmm. egotistical show. Mm-hmm. Which you do, you know. Everyone gets it. I reckon, you know. storms probably got a couple of couple of hundred grand on the table, ready for a book. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you know, I speak to Dylan all the time. Dizzy's had many, innumerable offers, in mm-hmm. and the book was written, and it was canned. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to put it out because he's going to. If the truth's going to hurt a lot of people in his own. That's mm-hmm. his own words. <laughs> but the idea of that book was—it was the maddest time. If I, if I was to say, if I was to say the madness of, you know, I'm on the, I'm on route to the White House to go to a Bill Clinton private party with Val Kilner and Josh Evans, and I missed the flight, I got off my tits the night before, and I've got a man speaking to me in the White House going, look, man, the security thing, can to fly on the red Island as a private jet way? And I couldn't make it, and I'm like, fuck it, and I'm I'm out there in, uh, with Naomi in New York, and I'm just going madness. It mm-hmm. was madness. It was it was just insane. You know, Chateau Mau Mau in LA, and I mean, I mean, Balewski's room, which was mm. 1010, the famous room which people want to book and which he OD did. I mean, that's Mm-mm-mm. kind of morbid, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, you're walking in and it's just full of candles, you're sitting there having a conversation with Ted Turner mm. on the phone. Just madness. It was, it was almost as if my life had gone from being in care all my life. To just living in an absolute mad dream world, mm, mm, mm. like the maddest of dream worlds, mm. I couldn't have made it up. You couldn't have written the script. Yeah. So and Cap-
0: you're probably fueling that as well. You know, you're well, just was, like was, you're just like that that fly to the to the
1: or moth to the flame. I was moth to the Do flame you know what I mean? totally, and it was it was the idea of burning, mm. and I was going at such a. I mean, it was hedonistic. I was. I'd, I'd like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would yeah. like. I would leave. Gear and the carpets and, and and places in hotel rooms in LA that I'm going back to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like madness. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but the, going back to the point of the book, it was what it was. And the one thing in the later, each chapter was a, a name of a song. But the greatest thing about the book was that there was still this quiet voice in the background that was wanting to make music. Mm. The voice of the music talking to me. He just yeah. kept talking to me. He kept talking to me, and he kept saying, "He says the only thing that's going to save you." Mm-hmm. And I became a parody, man. I mean, I became mm-hmm. a complete parody of myself because I knew the the whole way the deal was dealt with with Trenton was it was going to be two albums firm. Mm-hmm. So even if, in Barry's words, even if you make a pile of shit, yeah, yeah, you still got two. You albums. still got you still got two albums. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and you've made timeless and you're done, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, Saturn's Return was a very, very difficult album. It's, I, th- I still will stand by Mother. It's being re-released um, next year with um, the company that bought Polygram. And it's celebrating its 20th year of existence as part of the time. It's the 25th. It's the 25th, yeah. But Mother will still be the greatest record recording I have ever done, which is based on Greek tragedy. It mm. is a kid lamenting for his mother and the loss of her not being present. Mm. And in my own... Experience from what I've gone through in my spiritual experience. Three, three years ago, four years ago, when she died, she she died. I came back from two gigs. I raced, I got to. I, she'd been going for this cancer stuff. I just got back from two gigs. The phone rings. I'm on the driveway. I'm living in a rented accommodation because I'm building a house in Thailand. My mom in the previous summer had been giving me bags of money and doing some and just stuff that she'd had, all this money. She'd come down on the train, my mom, and be crazy, suitcases full of money, like, take this. She had a lot of things around her that she didn't want people to do stuff. Mm. And she got sick, and, and she'd already survived a couple of operations. She, and um, it was almost as if from a spiritual perspective, she was staying alive. Because the decision of moving to Thailand was imminent. And... My brother passed, the, the, the My Fritz passes me the phone, and my brother says she's going. She's got like she's got hours, and Fritz and I just I just broke down. And Fritz says, "Just come on, let's just do it. Let's just go." And we drove to Wolverhampton, back to Wolverhampton. I've been in London. I've just been to like, you know, I mean, I think Liverpool or somewhere yeah, yeah, and somewhere yeah. else, and back down, and it's the, and I'm back up, and we get there, but she she would come out of the hospital to go home, and then she she I think she knew she was going to take a turn, and she was going to mm. die, mm. and she wanted to die at home. And they had the hospital bed set up in the front room and, um, she was going mm. and we got around the bed and it was the first time the family had ever all been together. And if anyone had ever read that first book, I hated my family. My whole family was, I'm a long wolf man. Always mm, 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 mm. Apart from Stewie. Stewie, was Stewie and John. I remember Stewie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and it was, for, and I read, she had this Bible that she loved and she'd always have this 23rd Psalm underlined. She wasn't really religious. But I guess it was just this thing that she had, and I read it for, for her with a family there. Mm-hmm. And the main part of the situation was she died. She, she held on all night, man, and then she, she in the morning, a uh, 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 breathing took a turn, and I knew this was it. And her tongue was black, and she'd mm-hmm. gone. And uh, to get the morphine, now it's game over. Yeah, and yeah. She's done. And even when she died, it was a, the Mum comedy moment, because she died, and everyone went, Oh, I'm broke down. And then she kicked him with the breath again, like oh, I'm yeah, like, Mom. Like yeah, yeah, fighting, yeah, yeah. Scotty, little Scottish lady, man, yeah, fighting yeah. to the end, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, and she died, and my brother, my brother, who I who I don't really get on with, goes, you know, it's so we're gonna stick together and you know, and I'm like, I'm gone, I'll see you later, I'm out of here. It's like, what, are you running away now? You've always run all your life, you've always ran. I'm like. Yeah, and I'm gonna keep running because mm-hmm. that ain't mom in there. Mm-mm-mm. That's my mom. That's a white monkey with skin stretched over it. She's gone, and she's Mm-mm. long left that body stuff. So I made a decision. America was the week later, and she was gonna be on a slate for ten days. And I thought, what's always healed me? Mm-hmm. Music has always healed me. And I went to America cried a lot. Did a lot of mad stuff. Even even to the point where. In the, this book you're talking about, yeah. All Things Remembered. It's the first time I've ever had no shame. Where I went into I went into Times Square. I just done yoga. I'm in flip flops. I've got I've I've got I've landed in New York. I'm going to LA. I've gone to a hotel on the L train. Like it's just there. Yeah. And I wake up at four in the morning. I speak to Serena Gordon from the Hoffman Institute. And I said, like, you know, because I did the Hoffman, which got, kind of got me divorced and got me where I need to be. And I said, I'm trying desperately to hold this together. Mm. I'm like, you know. I'll well, yeah, it. we're talking about it, Chief. This is four years ago. And um, I woke up at four in the morning. I cried a lot. I found, found two people, Serena and Groove. Mm. I says, Groove, I'm really fighting to keep this together. Because my whole world is just she's gone. It's like it was it was a movement, a shift.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, I woke up at four. I had a phone call. Cry. I went to sleep. Woke up at four, and I went. You know what? I'm just gonna. I was just finding a reception. I said, listen, how far is it gonna take me to get into Manhattan? 40 minutes. Bam. L train. Bam. What? Well, I've gone less, so I've checked out. i Am I supposed to leave until 12 o'clock? Right. I've got to to. I've got to 42nd Street. I've walked like 10 blocks, and I've got to Midtown. It's a studio I've been there before, yeah. and I've gone so up stairs, and then I see I see uh, Geraldo, teacher that I've met yeah, yeah. three times, and I just see him, and I just just hug him, and I just bar like a baby man, mm. and I said, my mom's passed, and I just need to practice, and I've gone in that room, and it was beautiful, it was a beautiful moment. Mm. So I've come out of yoga, and I've gone to, I've walked up to Forty Second Street, and I've yeah. gone into a hat shop, Lids.
0: Yeah.
1: And I just look for the biggest guy, and I just walk straight past him, walk straight into him. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Mm-hmm. And I've come at, and he's gone, yeah. And I've gone, yeah. Whatever, man. We'll outside then, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's one of them, yeah. And I've just walked outside. I put the bag to the side, and this guy's just come at me, and he's just starting. He's it's like a he's like an old Bostonian. He's put, he's put him up. mm uh, uh, uh. And it's we're at it, and he's uh. just, and I just gone. And I just, just we got back on the wall, and I put my hands, and I just let him wail. The yeah, f- yeah, and I'm, yeah. I'm taking some punches, man. Right. Like cabbage ear, bam. And I can feel the heat on my face. And I wait, and I push him back, and he comes again. And I've gone, come on, he's come again. Push him, he's come again. And he's out of breath now. Mm. He's done. He's got nothing else left. Mm. And he just went. <sighs> and He's walked off, and mm. I'm just battered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Protecting my eyes and my nose because, I don't want to get look at tea. And I've just done that, and I've done to and I've took some good licks. and I felt. Amazing. Mm, mm, mm. I felt like I needed to do this, and I've walked back, gone back to the hotel, and I, I, remember, I remember sitting on the train going to the hotel, and my face is like a radiator. It's just I can feel the heat yeah, yeah. coming off my face, and I just went. I felt really good because mm, 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 the yoga was going to do one thing, but I needed, I needed, some I needed leaks. to get, I needed some pain. Yeah, 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 yeah. I needed yeah. some pain, so I've gone to the, to the hotel, got my shit, and I caught the red eye to LA, and I played a four-hour set with Armani, and just had the best, mm-hmm. just played my heart out, crying in the set, I'm just there, I'm a bit of a cry anyway. Mm-hmm. And um, I've come back So an old point, when I've come back, to round off this wonderful story, it's called The Raconteur, is that I've come back, Fritz is at the airport, he says, you're ready? I went, yeah, we've traveled to Wolverhampton, and I've gone to the chapel of rest. And all I'm thinking about is Saturn's return, the documentary, Mm-hmm. It's very powerful. John Akawari, or think yeah, yeah. John mm-hmm. did this documentary, Blue Ribbon Award, four parts on YouTube, if you want to find it, it's called Saturn's Return. Spiritual people call it Saturn's Return when the planets all line up to the time you were born. So the planets are exactly in the same line
0: mm-hmm.
1: of when you were born, when you look back on your life. I'm, I'm, why, I'm why people. Why, sorry, I'm not being res- res- racist. Go on, go on, the West call it midlife crisis. Mm. Spiritual people call it Saturn's Return. And you question everything. You question why you're here, all this stuff. What have you done? What have you achieved in your life? You know, my mother's not here. The connection, the one thing that I'll say to anyone When was the last time you felt your belly button? Mm. When was the last time you were connected to the thing that connects you to your mother? Mm. The one thing that connects you to you that brought you here. Mm. And I walked into the chapel of rest, and the guy goes, God, we've been waiting for you. I'm really sorry. Cup of tea. Mm. I love one. And I've I've walked in and I remember going around the corner and there's like seven seven doors. And each one of them doors has got someone's family tragedy in it. And I've walked past and he says it's, it's number five, I think it was. And I've gone and I've opened the doors. And there she is. Coffin. Open. And just her. And this cross. And I just. But it was weird, because I didn't cry. I just walked up to her, and I leaned in, and I kissed her on the forehead. And I knew, I knew that she was marble. A dead body is like marble. It's nothing else like it. Because when she died on the bed, and you kiss her and you say goodbye, and she's warm, now she's dead, she's changed those 21 grams as, People yeah, put it, it's yeah, gone. Yeah. Mm. And I kissed her on the phone. It was the weirdest feeling. This She looked like this, this sculpture, this this strange creature that had been carrying my mother. And I sat down, and all I could hear in my mind was, go on, son, do what I asked. And I put the headphones on. And I played mother the whole way down.
0: Mm-mm.
1: And then I cried. Mm-mm. But the feeling of, of what it did to me, it allowed me to let go. I just let go, I just let go right there and then I just went, it's done. It's done, It's I can finally, the pain, the release, all the album and all what that piece was about, the tragedy of, 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 of what so many of these kids are going through right now. Hundreds of kids, that, I don't speak to dad, I don't speak to mom, I don't know where they are, I was in a pub. I, you know, it's like there's a, there's a million of me Stretching back like a kaleidoscope. You know what I'm saying. So for me, the it allowed me to all of a sudden this decision of Thailand was imminent. It was done. It was like mm. I'm going to Thailand because I didn't want to go up when mum was sick.
0: Yeah,
1: and things didn't work out for, for certain reasons. The building permits and shit. Mm. It was serendipitous. It was yeah. weird. And I went to Thailand with my hand on my heart and um, carried her with me and, and 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 let go of her. And made Journeyman, Mm -hmm. and Journeyman's probably the happiest album I've ever made. Mm -hmm. I think it's up there with Timeless, in 20 years time it will will tell. Mm -hmm. Because I hear people saying, yeah, but Timeless, yeah, I get it, because Timeless is genre-defining, and it's very special to people. It's it's our time of adolescence, and it's a coming-of-age album. Did you, you, therefore, I suppose you organised
0: it in, in this timeline, you must have wrote All Things Remembered in Thailand?
1: Yeah, because I had to reflect, I had to, I had to kill, killing, do, after 20 years of living with Timeless, and then Saturn's Return, Saturn's Return being the crucifixion of a man. Mm-hmm. I knew that album would be crucified, of course it was going to be, because mm-hmm. it's a man, who come on man, who's going who's gonna to write a 60 minute record about his mom and electronic mm-hmm. music? Mm-hmm. Moi. Mm. Who else is going to do it? It's a yeah. dirty job to do. but Someone's got to do it. Mm-hmm. The idea of a, a a new set of music, which gives ghetto children one, two, three gears. Someone had to take it into fourth and fifth and overdrive. Mm. And I'm going to be I'm going I'm going to be the Rick James of this my bitch. I'm going to I'm going to put it into I'm going to put it into funkadelic. I'm going mm-hmm. to the aliens, mate. Mm-hmm. Because so much of our black history has been covered up. So much of that stuff that we'd forget about the Egyptians and, and blackness and science. We're outside of that. But we narrowed it down in the 80s to hip hop and where it is. And we're forgetting that those people were sampling folk music. Yeah, yeah. Which is why the second wave of hip hop was so strong. Because mm-hmm. it was sampling De La Soul was sampling madness. And we're thinking outside the box. We think New York's just about hip hop. We've got to think about the islands going to New York to build it. It's, what, it's what's happening in London. All the African influx. First we had the police, then we had this, then we got this, then we got all these Ghanaian, you know, all different people, influx of mine. And it's like, we've become this now. And all of a sudden it's on top and the government underfunding and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. We've become that metropolis. All these metropolises simultaneously all doing that. So rewind that from the where we're at. Moving to Thailand at a time when I'd already been through systems. I'd been in New York when I was 17 and a half. Yeah, I, I I'd seen... I'd seen I'd seen crack rock. I'd seen man with scales and Uzi 10 and sitting down and walking on that, you know, seven steps to get in there with an the iron door and go in there and we get some gear and we go and we get high and we look at graffiti and we go out and we go paint some trains mm-hmm. and we're high and there's a third round and we're going to die. It's all of that. Mm-hmm. So I'd done that and I then got to Miami and done booty clubs and like Luke Skywalker and what I call music now. It sounds like club street music from, yeah, me, yeah. from, from the 80s and 90s for me and did that so it's another system but i already had my early system in the uk with funk and salvations and a rare groove and wild bunch and massive attack you know what i mean and that and i come back mm-hmm. and i'm i'm staying in london and I'm, I'm like soul to soul and well and truly blown up you don't really hear that in in journeyman you don't
0: really hear this soul <laughs> and you don't really hear it like that it sounds like no, Chris- it sounds like Timeless, yeah? Mm. Sounded. If if you had to compare Timeless to Jungle, yeah? Mm. Back in those days, yeah. yeah. Timeless stood out on its own, mm. yeah, and it was there. Journeyman is 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 that album repeated again, but without the um it's almost like you've just gone onto a different
1: hemisphere with that. Do you know what I mean? It's, it, it, it's the idea, it's the, well, I'll tell you why it doesn't sound like all of those things. Because the first album was charged with Maze, Loose Ends, mm. uh, um, uh, Dire Straits. Uh, Raji's second mark. It had little. It had all of that in there. Yeah. Like that album, when you take it apart, "Sea of Tears" the first tune with live drums because I, I learned it off the Ice Cube thing. Cool. I've got that. So I've got Mel Gainer playing using "Simple Minds." Mm-hmm. I'm doing that. Sounds like, but it's, it's 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 "Sea of Tears" and it's Jamie, his voice in the middle, who's now doing "Double Life," mm-hmm. for "Homicide." Yeah, yeah. But it's my son's it's voice. Different. So when I hear that, and I said "What are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Washing away the tears?" So the almost reverse agony of that album, "Coming of Age." Mm-hmm. It's very serendipitous. Journeyman is. Cut! I've cut the the, the, the ties mm. between the pain. Mm. I've cut the ties. It's it's time. It's a new environment. It's mm. a new horizon. Mm. Excuse the pun. Do you it's know what? That. This conversation it kind of like reminds me. It it's, it's
0: reminds me of me reading those first chapters of uh, All Things Remembered. It's like it's like we go from there to there. We go to there. And then while I'm reading your book, yeah, and while I'm having this conversation with you, it reminds me. I say to myself, you know what? How did he bloody write that? Uh, A, I'm in gross because I'm hearing stuff. I've known this brother for 25 years, over 25 years actually, right? And before even timeless was conceived, certainly as uh, to public knowledge, oh. yet there's things inside that book, even in the first opening chapters, that I'm like, I never knew that shit. And then it just, <laughs> just jumps from that to that. So I'm like, okay, how did you write it? What well, was it? How did you get to the that process? Well,
1: I'd always real, I'd always known that writing the first book was kind of like it was very set up. And I think all of us, deep down, as artists, especially well for me, alchemy has been my biggest treasure. That's the bottom line. Mm. If you want to say, if you want to say who I am, I am an alchemist. The problem with alchemy is that you, when you open Pandora's box, when you learn the art of the dark arts, mm. shit comes out. Some stuff comes out that's not good too. Mm. The idea of of harnessing deity. When I say that, don't take get it the wrong way. Harnessing deity in the, in the imperfection of me not being able to program, or my choice not to program was has been set very early. The idea of me being an artist has been embodied in me. So I will put stuff on loop for hours to hear it, just creating deity, to creating spirit, to create the sound. The melody's gonna come, it's gonna come, it's gonna come. I know it's there. So the process of the book was, I'd go to, I'd get up in the morning, I'd go, to, I'd go and do Cici. Which is Qi Gong, Chinese meditation. I'd play backgammon with my daughter's teacher, James, philosopher. Ridiculous. He'd kick my ass a lot back in my <laughs> early days. But then we go to we'd go we go, it's called C Chi. We go into the C, then we do some Qi. And then we play backgammon. And I got back to the house, take go to school, come back, I'd go downstairs next to the studio, and there's a boat in the hallway. It's a beautiful room. It's just it's a beautiful room that has Railway sleepers on the floor because I like the way that railway sleepers feel on my feet. As a kid, I used to run down the railway tracks. Mm. And, and I know, weird. And, um, and I'm always barefoot. And I'd lie on the boat and I set the recorder, and I'd place the recorder, and I've had a lot of therapy over the years. And I thought, all these people trying to get inside my fucking head, they're trying to tell me who I am and what I am and who I am. And I don't even fucking know who I am. So the idea of me going, why don't I, why don't I empower myself? Because the one thing that, with the alchemy and all that stuff, it's all like directing people vicariously through their hands of the mouse Mm -hmm. to give me exactly what I want. When I say exactly what I want, this isn't pressure on the fucking couch. Mm -hmm. Maybe I should edit that because it's disrespectful for the artist. This isn't an artist who, yeah, yeah, it sounds great. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I'll be back in an hour. Yeah, cool. Just make it like that you know, 120 bars, 16 bars in, take that reverse snare, there, take it back, make a ghost effect, put it an octave down, repeat that. I want the strings to intercede at bar 16. They're going to open up low cellos to mid strings and I want that to now turn into the high strings. But we're going to use synth patterns to follow those. They're going to break off and go an octave down and we're going to morph them on a fade. <laughs> yeah, it's gone, And then it's the, gone. Engineer's, yeah. like, the yeah. engineer's like, well, Can you repeat that for me, Well, the difference is that yeah. the engineer, <coughs> namely James Davison, gets me because he's been brought up on a tenacity of drum and bass music mm. furthermore he's been brought up on the tenacity in the history of metalheads mm. and furthermore the fourth wall was a great album and like whoever did that knows what the fuck oh, he's doing do yeah. so the idea of shipping James in and creating this album um, the first thing I said is Prism was the first track we're working with a different time signature and anything I say you do you mm. question it it's over mm. and it, it nailed it and I'm like this is where Journeyman came it's the idea, but we're not like going off track here. Mm. But so the point of the book was if I've been able to manipulate programmers, and I've had some really good ones: Jim Heist, brilliant engineer; yeah. Rob Playford, being what everyone was looking at, you know. Mm-hmm. But never made his own music, yeah. and all these guys were making music. And how can I get my sound to sound like mine and not sound like them yeah. ever? Which mm-hmm. is so. And I also think there's another there's another route for that, which I'm going to get back to, which is very important, which I've realised yeah. in the last in the year. So the idea of m- manipulating my own book and all these people wanting to know who I am and me empowering myself, as I've done vicariously through these people, was to just press play and talk about my childhood with myself and a subject matter. So you literally- So today, it, so it's like- Press play, today it's like, play. you know what? Well, I want to tell you a story. I want to tell you a story about Jasper the cat. Jasper's a cat that I'd play with on the weekends. Stay at the home. I'd go out. All the kids would go Pop-top home. Chapter, so it's a great chapter. It's a great chapter. It's just like it's just like the detail in it. And I'm like, but what you're hearing is you're hearing my voice. You're not hearing the writer. Like when I hear my when I hear any of my music, yeah. I want to hear the soul. I do not want to hear knobs twirling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I can get all the demos in the world, but as soon as I hear what program you have. Mm-hmm. I, don't want, I don't want to sign that music. I want to sign the soul. Mm-hmm. So the idea of the book was to be able to execute that. All the, all the writer does, Ben, who wrote both of John McEnroe's books, and I like the way he wrote John McEnroe's books. Because John would sit with him and they'd have arguments and they'd talk stuff. And it's like, are you serious? Mm-mm. And I like the idea of, of, of giving Ben... I says, Ben, I do not want to write it conventionally. I'm going to I'm gonna record all of these recordings. You're going to transcribe them. And you're going to shuffle the pack of cards in the best arrangement that you think it should be. I'll give you an idea of what this arrangement is going to be in terms of where I think it should go. And then you just tweak it and snap it to. I it. think
0: he, I think he threw them up in the air, and picked them up, and put them in a the book because because there's no uh, lineage to them. It's mm-hmm. not like
1: it's well, that's exactly why. Do you know what I mean? The, 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 the why it explains in, in the forward. It explains. It says mm-hmm. this book doesn't go left and right. No, it, got, it, it punches yeah. up and down, and, yeah, gonna, yeah, and yeah, you yeah, are yeah. going to jump from one thing to another. Yeah, which is why I love Dave Chappelle because Dave Chappelle on, on the comeback gig, Dave tells us he's going to tell us at the beginning. He's going to tell us three jokes on OJ. Right at the end of the the the, the, the second Netflix, we've only had two, and he leaves the stage. Thank you very much. Oh, by the way, mm. I thought I'd say the third OJ, and the idea of laying everything down and giving you these these chapters, and then bringing them back into the idea of backgammon, and the idea of what life's about, which you've not got these two yet. Yeah. But it will make sense even more. That what you're saying, it does it goes like that. Yeah. At the end it go you you it, 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 it brings it just, back. It brings it all, right. it all yeah, yeah, back yeah. to that yeah. situation. Okay. So that's the reason why I did that. And it's a bloody good book. Because it's very,
0: very, very, very I mean the, the other autobiography was as well, but this is like got a next level of honesty in there and openness. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's like, you know, like somebody says, Listen man, I'm gonna tell you my life, but I'm not gonna tell you that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, it, it is, it's brutally honest.
1: Well, I think that the, the one thing about the honesty, especially with the, my growth of, of, of loss and trauma, one of the most important things is the amount of trauma that I I, I realise on saying these stories out loud, Jesus Christ, I got a lot of fucking shit as a kid, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah a yeah. lot of stuff. I didn't know, man.
1: I got Javi. a lot of stuff. So, but what don't kill us makes us stronger. Absolutely. And isn't it surely the shape of my music? Because within the tragedy of my music, listen, man, don't listen to Saturn's Return. It's a fucking Debbie Downer album. Mm. But it's my Debbie Downer album. It's my it's, my, it's my tragedy. It's still part of your subconscious. And jo- Journeyman... Well, actually, consciousness,
0: not even subconscious. Consciousness. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. Think,
1: I think Journeyman in 20 years' time come at me then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they came at me with timeless, yeah? He never tried. Mm. In his seat I've never met a top 20.
0: Mm.
1: 20 years later, 25 years later, it was like, oh my God, man, an album, this album would change. It did change music. Mm. Journeyman, it's not job redefining, but it's a, it's a really high conscious level of album because it's, it's exploring new environment, new terrain, new jazz method, you know, new ideas of, of reinvention for myself.
0: Yeah. I'll I'll put that down, I'll listen to that in a year, I'll put it down, I'll listen to it in another year, and and um right. and it and it will
1: reveal itself in it I mean? the It will itself, reveal itself. So, I mean, um but the power of the book in terms of the honesty reflecting the yoga Which I want to get to the next, actually.
0: Hmm. I mean, you're a gangster, you're a gangster, <laughs> right? Um you know, like for those who don't know, right? I mean I dunno, you missed it, but my Instagram is filled with over the last four months of me um, being introduced to God. really
1: sticking with this kid, by the way. You know?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then we talk about serendipity. We start talking about serendipity. So to give you a bit of background for those of you um, who don't know, focus. Uh? All right? Don't listen to him. Listen to me. It's yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Let's keep that, keep that right.
0: Okay. Right, as I was saying... Um, we're talking about serendipity, um, you know. Like I bought some art from this kid years and years and years ago, and times change and things pass on and da yada yada and all the rest of it, yeah. And then what happens is that. Um, is that I bump into him at Target's book, launch, which incident- in Target's book launch. Yeah, which incidentally is doing really well, right? Mm-hmm. Now I see a picture of him, maybe, I can't remember how long ago, but I see a picture of him <coughs> weeks weeks uh, before of him doing a head-to-toe stand. Head-to-knee. Head-to-knee, yeah? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, beautiful picture, by the way. And I'm like, oh, right, he's serious then. You right? Mm-hmm. So that's that. Um... There's no other reason, I can't think of any other reason why I thought to myself I might want to do yoga, right? But I do know that I don't want to go, but I would never have gone by myself. But I did go when we had the office over by Brick Lane. I went into a hot yoga once. This was like over six years ago. Walked in and within 20 minutes was like, what the hell am I doing in here? This is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, they rubbish shit. And I came out, yeah? yeah? Of course. So here we are, fast forward six, seven years down the line, and then I'm in Fierce Grace. You take me over there, and and I nearly pass out, but I don't leave the room. Which was going to be and right? Not leaving the room. Right. I didn't leave the room. Never leave the room. And um, and here I am four yeah, months are. later, and I'm hooked. How did you get into yoga? Well, Where did it start for you? And um, I mean, it gets it gives me the feeling like you went to Thailand and found yourself, and then you got into yoga that way. No, but I don't think that's the story. My story. instinct tells me that's it's not, not the story.
1: story at all. The the idea of the yoga. Um, I'd, when I broke my leg, i I'd, I'd done one reality show too many, paying for a divorce. And my leg was finished. Was done. Was done. I, my life was done. I'd, I'd, I'd done this divorce. I'm, I've got one reality show too many. And I decide that Michael Copperman, every time I saw Michael, i bump into Michael. And I was still using a lot. And I said to Michael, um, why is he always so fucking zen? I want to, I want to punch him in the face because he's so, he's so cool. He's mm-hmm. so like, yeah, I'm cool, man. Yeah, I'm Big Baby. I'm like, oh, what well, we were you saying, Big Baby? He was, yeah, yeah, yogi, man. I've been down there. I'll go down and do yoga at right <coughs> uh, next to Radio One, actually, where you guys might be going. I'm like, okay, and it's right there on Bolsover and Clipstone Street. Mm-hmm. So I go down there, and I walk in the room. I get changed. I go in there. I go in there and I'm like, what the fuck is this bollocks? Why are these people wearing these shorts? you knobheads? Mm. And I'm like, 20 minutes so I just get up and I goes, Are you okay are you okay? Are you electronic? Ah man, I'm done, I'll I'm come out of there. And I go home and I'm 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 upset. I'm very upset. And um I then um I then go, something said to me, just, just Michael Farms, how'd you get on? I'm like, I didn't, man. Fail, man. He goes, just, just go back, man. Yeah, yeah, cool. And I went back a week later, and I did it again. I think it lasted thirty minutes. And I'm mm, done. Mm, mm. And then, uh, and then something about this horrible, sickly feeling made me feel like how I feel when I've just come down on gear and I can't find any more. Mm, yeah, right, okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm like there's quite something quite sadistic about that mm. and then I thought let you me try like, let it. me try one more time <laughs> yeah. but the idea of me DJing a hot club so I was like they just think it's like the blue knot, I just think it's like you got the blue knot. Yeah, yeah. Like, look. so I've gone down there now I'd had the accidents and never done anything about it when I had my accidents paying for the divorce um, I at the time um, I just made it an excuse to, to to do more drugs because obviously they're, they're giving me like heroin because he's kind of like to get the pain away, and I don't like heroin, I love coke, and I was just getting lots of fucking crap and I'm getting complete shit faced And I have my bed downstairs. And I think Liz at the time was looking after me, and my PA getting stuff sorted for me. And and I and I and I, and I was I was fucked. And I did no I did no rehab on the leg. I did nothing. And I was just sat there and I just dragged myself to death. Mm. And then it was like I'm gonna crash my fucking Ferrari. I'm gonna die here. And then I got I got divorce. I, I got I got I went to to court on Crutches getting a divorce. You know, and it was it was ruthless, man. It was some ruthless shit. Mm. I lost, you know. Nearly a mil mm, mm, of cash, like, gone. That's it, gone. I had to sell my cars, my Ferrari. I lost everything. And uh, I said to Marco, "I'm gonna, i gonna stick this out. Mm. Um, that's my leg. Let me see that. That was my leg. Show me one. This looks like some CGI. It, shit, it looks right? like some CGI shit, right? So, well, can but that's see, in the hospital, right? This is when they cut it. This is when they had to open it up, and it was. You see that? And uh, and it was like a kebab, basically that was. And so what they had to do was the leg was so severe, was just, it was the weirdest thing, because what had happened was that there was one reality show too many. How serendipitous is this? It was very serendipitous because I was paying for the divorce, and Trenton was kind of he'd come up to visit me, and we'd been training for eight weeks. And I'm killing it, skating, murdering it. You know what I mean? Running, murder, cycling, killing it. And it was only me and Jade, who's Emma Bunton's husband, Jade, mm-hmm. um, who was anywhere near. Mm-hmm. Everyone else, I'm like dashing this way. And I'm going to get quick at this money, and get a bonus. in know what I mean? And we're going to get bonus pay here. I'm going to get paid money, get paid for the divorce, and I'm going to rub some money in the face. And I'm like, yeah, man. I'm going to. That's it. And um, I would at that point, I've been paying for shit and parody, and become a parody. I'm doing Big Brother. I'm doing. I'm doing Strictly, I'm doing all this. I'm like, yeah, cool. Yeah, Monkey on the Barrel. Mm, 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 mm. (laughs) The monkey can dance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can't dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was also the fact of, you know, trying to protect my music. I I, I could've sold the label and I I didn't want to sell it. And I think what, what was going on at the time. So it's eight weeks and I'm killing everything. I'm killing the chart, killing it all, killing it all, killing it all, killing it all. And it's the last training session before the programming week the last rendition the last event of the day, on the last turn of the day, and I've already done my three jumps, mm-hmm. but on my third jump, I fell, and I decided one more time. You're joking. And it was the, set, so the second jump, and it's the one, and I've got one jump to go when Trenton gets in the boat, and my ego's on fire. And I'm like, I'm gonna show him how good I am. And I've come around, the boat's come around, I've grabbed the ski, I'm up on the water, I've come around. I've gone right out because you to, to get gravitas, to get kind of gravity. You pull out, and I'm I'm leaning into this water, man, right? And my heels are digging, and then you bring it back around, and you make your run up to the ramp, right? So I come around. I'm thinking, I'm gonna hit. The, are you gonna hit the? You hit the left corner. So the thing can go really tense. Pull it down to your waist and launch off. The, up, you hit the right corner and launch off the as far go, as far left as you can. As I've launched, I've gone down. I've got yeah, Eddie the Eagle, <laughs> Eddie the Eagle. I've, la- I've launched it. I've launched it, and I'm, I come down and my legs and I put my, and I hit the water, but the wake of the wave uh. has gone. Mm. And then the wakes come back, and I forgot about the wake coming back, and I'm like, yeah! You know me like mean? Like, up the ego skis, and I'm like, yeah! And I've tipped my ski to the left, and the wakes caught, it and it's just pulled my leg under the water, and it's gone. I just heard this noise, man. What the hell? So, so it's called a spiral fracture of the left femur. It's, the boots, were, they give me the wrong boots, so they're laced up, yeah. and they're too tight, and they haven't released, so the ski's turned my leg. <laughs> It hasn't popped the ankle, mm. and it hasn't popped my hip out of the joint. Mm. It's just snapped my femur like mm-hmm. a piece of rock. So the spiral started in an inch and a half at the just below the ball joint is where the the, the the break started, and it went all the way down. Oh, my goodness. And it's a spiral fracture, the worst you can get. So they've had to... They've had to cut to the second part, the bone sticking out here, and they've had to cut the whole thing to open it up, and they had to leave it open for eight days, or they're gonna have to remove the leg. Mm -mm. And I'm in hospital, and I'm just getting loads of gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Getting really high. (laughs) And my leg, that photo, I said to the surgeon, man, this is never gonna be right. Because like, I oh, said, so Will you take these pictures for me? was the Mm-mm. picture I'm showing you? I didn't get the pictures until Moose sent them to me, like last week. You're joking. I hadn't seen them for years. Mm-mm. And Moose said, so I've still got them pictures, you know. And I see it, and I'm <laughs> thinking, right, what the kebab, yeah, yeah, I still got the kebab pictures. Do you mean a little bit of lace? So I've 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 d i have I've I've kept it to look at. It's morbid. I won't post it on Instagram because no, yeah, it's her. like it's her. not right. It's it not don't right. look
0: real. It don't look real. It looks like some some. I've seen that in makeup in a horror film.
1: So what happened was they <coughs> they the leg's twice as big because it's because the, the veins and the arteries are saying don't put blood there. Mm. The body has a natural way of healing itself, mm-hmm. which is why people get gangrene. The blood just goes somewhere else. After the bleeding stops, it just goes somewhere else, and the blood the leg dies. That's why it gets mm-hmm. gangrene. That's why you have amput- amput- amputated the leg. So because had to keep it open. I had a, a machine sucking all the shit off it mm. to keep it alive. And then they operate. You know, after that operation, and then they 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 put it back together. Unbelievable. And they put it back together, and then I was getting divorced. Unbelievable. I lost all my money. I sold my two Ferraris. The Bentley. No wonder like, he we wanted to say yeah, hi. Yeah, yeah, so so Jeez, I, I, um, it, was, it was a big meltdown for me. And then it was kind of like, it was over, my career, I'm done, that's it. You know, like, it's that great story. Orphan boy, fights all his life, gets in there, gets taken into care, does it, survives. Da 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 breaks out, becomes a global superstar. Da 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 marries a stripper, loses everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, comes yeah, back, da da da, comes back, then comes back from the dead. And then 20 years, to best another album. And yeah, that's yeah. Journeyman. So that's at the end of a very big mm. s- situation. So, the point of this. Yoga. The yoga. Because they said I'd never walk again. I'd never done any work on it. I'd never worked on myself internally <laughs> properly. I'd done the Hoffman, which enabled me to get divorced from the person who basically married my mother. Someone who was never gonna love me and someone who was ultimately Going to abandon, it was going to be abandonment issues, which I've always had to live with. We attract, we marry our mothers and fathers, we we end up doing this shit. So, breaking that cycle, that cord, and mentally breaking that cord, (coughs) was that the yoga became a thing where I'd go there, and there's a guy called Paul Dobson, who was a black Jamaican heritage teacher from Leicester. And I just hit it off with him, and he he pulled me out, and he he went to me, I said, You know, obviously, certain things and what he goes you know what I said how, how, how do you get into this yoga thing? Goes, and now I'm going every week he's like gee put that thing there cool and I'm always trying to do these moves I'm trying to do these moves and and in, in my defense you know standing here it was the first thing I got the most difficult posture first which is kind of what I'm like in my own life I can't I can't I, can't, I don't know change a fucking plug mm-hmm. but I can make a complicated piece of music mm-hmm. vicariously through someone else so I've gone to the complex part first and he was like, you're doing really, really well. And then he's gone, it's not about that one posture. Yeah. Do me a favor, when you come here next week, just leave your ego at the door. Mm. And I was kind of offended, but he was fucking right.
0: Mm.
1: Because I had, I'd, I'd, I'd had the money and the fame and all that. It made me ignorant, it made me, a. am comp- a complete cunt. Well, mm. I'm a good cunt today, mm. but I was a complete cunt. The idea of my ego walking around before I did. Here I am, look what I can do, Mm. look what I've got. So, when I started leaving the ego at the door and and really getting into the practice, I quickly realized that it's a 90 minute class. The sadistic attraction of heat and looking in the mirror and facing your real self in a world of selfie. Yeah. Ugh. Look at me. To, I can I, I can see this struggling adult. Oh no, oh hang on a minute. Oh God, oh, God I can see the boy. Mm. I can, I can, or the girl, I can see the boy. I can see him. I haven't seen him for years. I started like seeing 20. the boy strip back. And I said, 90 minutes, 44 minutes into it. Reload 44 minutes at the end. That one minute in the middle, at the heat, at the height of the standing series, how much would I pay for that gear?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Because that feeling I've got at that point, it's no different than my illusion of coke when I first did coke. Been a cocaine addict for thirty-five years. When when I first did coke, what does it do? Well, makes you talk like a super lawyer. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right? Is that it? Because I was expecting some. Illusions, I was expecting I was expecting to trip out my box I was really? expecting and it wasn't it had no effect on me just talking a lot. Yeah, and then 30 years into it. It's like one lie will send me over the fucking edge. Yeah. What is that? That's psychosis So the idea of the idea of how high it would make me well if I can put that together I'm not gonna get high on yoga in a month or yeah. a year. I'm gonna get high on yoga over 10 years. So I'm 10 years in and I can't explain where it's gone, but I get really high in yoga. Yeah. yeah. Like it's such a natural high. It's the kind of the antichrist of what coke does. It's a natural drug.
0: Mm. Yeah. I mean, I a I, I, um, couple of things. First, I remember that like it was yesterday that as we we know yeah we're gonna go here we're gonna go here we're gonna go here okay you wear these shorts and you are going here and you're gonna go here and we were literally just about to push the door <laughs> and right. I said the same thing and to you. and you said to <laughs> me just stop one second said so when you're going in there, what you said tell me two things you said to me run breathe through your nose don't breathe through your mouth and you've done a short explanation about how
1: how radiator Exactly. holes in the radiator your car's gonna overheat really, really yeah. quickly man.
0: So there was that. And then you said to me, then you said to me, leave th- th- which was very poignant, which was leave your ego outside here. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't just the words, it was the way how you said it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It was there was a sincerity about it. And and funny enough, I mean obviously you know, you know what I mean? Um, I had a conversation with Rodney P, you know Rodney as as, as uh, he has gone to his first session recently. And he came out of that glowing, glowing, glowing. And the one thing he said to me was, Ron, I saw in your post you said about leaving the ego outside. And it's so true. Uh, I mean, so that guy who told you that 10 years ago, imagine that, that that as
1: The power of it is... Well, I think it was, I also think it's sort of the misconception of yoga. Well, this is another and thing. This is the thing that I think needs to be touched on because I think it's a very elitist thing. I think there's a lot of people that have done really well from yoga studios. And my friends that are beautiful. Michelle Peralta.
0: Yeah.
1: uh, George. Yeah, lovely
0: people. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, when I call it on, Mm. for the right reason, um, I think a lot of studios, in different types of yoga, in their summertime, should be giving up this space for these young kids. I call it the seeds program. It's like, you you can't plant seeds on a candy road. You've got to plant seeds in a good field with good soil. I count my people around me as good soil people. Mm-hmm. You know like Paul's a great teacher Michael Ely man as a don mm-hmm. been a yoga champion twice. His, I mean his wife Cindy Haig Cindy's been my yogi, you know, I've got like th- three really strong yogis in my mm-hmm. life You know Stuart Gilchrist is a yogi, which is another it's a whole other planet of mm-hmm. yoga He's like a <laughs> yogi, he's, he's on some Yoda shit right? <laughs> yeah. Michael's his Luke Skywalker Hey, oh Luke's, really? Oh god, yeah. Really? Michael's right, Michael's, okay. Michael's the Jedi man that from, from his hand. Right, okay. But Cindy Haig was my early teacher at Soul Hot Yoga. And Paul was the one that I wanted to avoid. I'd have a feud with Paul, and yeah. I'm like, when's Paul doing it? Shit, I've got to avoid Paul. He's like, ah, you didn't think I was doing today, did you? <laughs> because because he's hardcore, you know what I mean? Like, it it's it called me out. Yeah. And I try and get away with shit. Mm, mm. And he's having none of it. Mm. And, you know, and he's like, together, Goldie, Mm. not, you know, Mm. it's not just you one in the room, it's Mm. together, Mm. can we move Mm. this together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Cindy is a yogi, and my inspiration has been a big inspiration. Paul is most definitely my oldest mentor, the mentor that really meant a lot. And I haven't practiced with him, the last time I practiced with Paul was in Thailand last year, because he's family now, he comes out, Um, and he comes out with his, with, his, with, his, with his partner, and we practice, and practicing next to him, after this guy, is my mentor, mm-hmm. is one of the greatest achievements for me, like I'm with this guy, and I'm practicing the same oh, practice, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we're going for it, and it's, and it's like, and it's not about the ego, it's like I'll sit down, because I'm a little bit tired, I'm mm-hmm. heavy, and he'll have a rest, and, and it and becomes something else. Yeah. And the idea of the power of yoga, and there's a great book, which I've given to Ron, called How Yoga Works. Mm-hmm. And this is a really big choice. This is a choice for me, in the same way that I made a choice not to be an engineer. Mm-hmm. I made a choice not to be an engineer, right? I'm an artist. I made a choice to to paint canvas. I made a choice to make a fake guitar as a kid instead of buying one. Make the shape of it, make it look like a real one. Mm. I made a choice, Bikram Chowdhury, I've known Bikram for a long, long time. Mm. I met Bikram really early on, and when I met him in London, when I had a meeting with him, it was like, I mean, talk about the ego, I mean, Bikram is, is wow, he's just mm. another planet. Mm. You know, he's come from India, he's made billions and billions, this is a guy who taught Brick Shields, Aldous Jabbar, Quincy Jones, all went to his studios, mm. in the peak of the 80s, they're all at his studios, he's a billionaire, collects Rolls Royces, as you do. <laughs> and had mad court cases against him mad shit you know women throwing themselves at him and making court cases touchy Feely whatever you want to call it he was in Thailand, he was there, and he's like, Goldie, oh, I want you to do this and make this thing we're going to do, and I want you to, to think my son like to be DJ, and want to do this, and want to make, I got good big impersonation, you know, I like, lobster, Loves his lobster. <laughs> Goldie, these devil's people, like serpent, coming at me, trying to fight me, and trying to do this, and God, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> this watch going $250,000. This son, I'm like, talk about, <laughs> fuck are we saying it's not about the ego? Yeah, 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 yeah. But the series, the practice, Is the 26, yeah, yeah. twice. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it was basically the idea of becoming a was used as you go to the doctor in India, everyone's poor, do this posture. 20 times a day for two weeks. Mm. Do this posture for 20 times a day for three weeks. Really? Right. Okay. So each posture was associated with an ailment.
0: Right. Okay. Which
1: is kind of what yoga is. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's all based on half that. becomes not the inventor of it. It's like we've got bottled water.
0: Mm.
1: We yeah. have bottled water. You can get it in a mountain. Yeah, yeah. you got to yeah. find it. Yeah, yeah. And yoga's 5,000, 6,000 years old, right? The idea of him bottling it, And selling it to America is no different than people sending us EDM. He really sold it. They sold it back to us. Yeah, yeah. You know, but the thing which I think was a stopping point for that, for me, in all the gurus I've met, which I'll come back to Stuart, is that you've got to expand the practice to suit society in its own way. Stuart has his own system. Michelle Peralta has Fierce Grace. Everyone adapts to the environment. We, we, Yoga, when it grows, it has to adapt. Culture, music adapts, which is why I don't really care about what I say about it, because I've not come from the world of it, I just love it. Mm. So the idea of me not being a teacher, is asked me three times, I could and I was in Thailand building a house, and I was like, teacher training is down the road, I'm like, yeah, no. Mm. No, no, no. Why no? Same question with Saturn's Return. I was making Mother, and Madonna calls me and says, "Fly to LA next week. Do my album." I fell out with I fell out with Nelly, and I, I loved Homeless man. Really, I don't think he would even listen to you even listened to it properly. Mm. And she wanted me to go to LA, and I was halfway through Mother. What guy in his right fucking mind would turn down Madonna's album? Mm, mm, mm. It would have made me for life, right? Mm. Of course it would. Of course it would. No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. I'd have been shooting up and Phil Spector's fucking putting holes in people. Yeah. I would've been, been found dead in a room with hookers, mate. That's me done. Because I was, I was a serious addict then. Mm. And I could not control my insatiable desire. Not at all. Mm-hmm. So the idea of me getting on a podium, empowering myself with something that, I'm gonna become complacent, mate. Really, that was a
0: a conscious I, decision, though? a conscious decision, Or man. is it just a memory it's, now? You're saying to yourself, you know something, if I had gone, that would've happened. Do you know what
1: I mean? No, it's a, it's, a, it's 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 Mother Nature's way of taking me saving out again, saving me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Mother Nature's way. Yeah, yeah. The, the I, I believe your life works backwards, and I'm a big believer in, in reincarnation. Big believer in I've been here so many times, but this is the one that counts. Mm. This is the one that I remember. Mm. So I'm gonna make the most of this one because yeah. whatever that is, I ain't, I ain't an atheist. But mm. you can't comprehend outside of this timeline. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. inconceivable mm-hmm. to be able to think you can, mm. which is again the ego. Yeah, yeah. Men, man's ego. Mm. But the idea of of me teaching yoga would have been, you know, I would love to, the one thing I think I'd love to do is I still think Fierce Grace is amazing. I think the system's amazing. I can't say never, but I think... I've, I, I didn't make a record till I was 27, mm-hmm. 26 and a half, 27. I didn't start Big Cram till I was 44. Mm-hmm. I never got late till I was 18. I'm a late starter. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Right. So, so you're never saying never. Yeah, it's just a, yeah, the yeah.
1: idea of me going all the way around the Azes has always been the story of mm-hmm. my life. Yeah, yeah. I went from Birmingham to New York to Miami to London back, you know what I mean? And yeah. It's like I've always got a roundabout way of doing stuff because my journey, man, It's a, my learning is about my journey. Yeah. It's not about my arrival. I mean,
0: you touched on the point about the yoga and, the, and the, almost the elitism of it, yeah? Um, but even before you get to the elitism, you know, like, it's set and it's, um, I don't know, it's, it's positioning has been based on its environment. Yeah, mm. you know, like somebody from whoever whoever it was who went to India and said, you know, what, I really enjoyed yoga. That 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 person might not be someone who's from the hood of Birmingham, Bristol, oh, London, yeah. whatever. You, yeah? yeah, it might have been someone from like a more affluent part of town. They then come back and they say, you know what, this thing is really, really good. They don't then go and say, well, okay, I'll go and set it up in the hood. They go and set it up in their affluent <laughs> yeah. part of town. Yeah, <coughs> of course. Yeah, yeah, but what's happened? <coughs> you know what I mean? Certainly, the revelation that's come from me is that that, yo, guys, listen, I'm from the hood, but I found this thing, man. Do you know what I mean? And then when I look and I look and I go, boy, you know something? You ain't going to be able to roll this one. No, no, no. Let me take that back. You might not be able to roll this out
1: because this is not... It, you G- think it's tree-hugging, yes. and you, you think it's, it's it's like, you think that yoga is, I mean, I do not do that rubbish, you know? I, but I don't want to be arrogant by saying to people, you know what, come, let me see it, let me see it, let me see the first half, and let me see it in the next half. Because i would be ignorant. But the idea of saying, this is an inversion, Mm-hmm. of the ego and yes by default I can go to the gym like I used to go with moose until I'm doing legs and I'm sick mm-hmm. and I can go there and I can, I, can, I can start looking me and Rhino used to go with so Rhino, Rhino and I start pumping up looking really good I'm 53 mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I'm not pumping like that I used to pump like that I used to look raw I'm kind of pumped up yeah, yeah, wicked, yeah. wicked 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 let me see if he's going to see me doing this right about yeah now he's going to see me yeah yeah yeah, 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 now one second that guy's going to see me doing this let me just have a little walk around yeah i can Look really strong here, yeah, man. Yeah, you know I because mean? their man's in there, and I'm gonna, yeah, and I'm gonna show the power, yeah, cool, yeah, that's just see mm. But if you go into a yoga room, and by default, if I do those weights every day for three years, mm. I'm pretty much gonna look good. You know, I'm, not good. I'm gonna look really good, right? Yeah. I go to a yoga room, and there's a fat woman with a black guy with a tall, skinny white guy, and as you know, you think, yeah, right, whatever, yeah, cool. And all of a sudden, this black woman's doing something that like you're thinking, how oh, the. How yeah, can she yeah, do yeah, that? That's right. Because how the hell did she just let how her leg she do go that?
0: And her leg is like
1: at a 45-degree angle in the air. How can she do that? Yeah, so yeah. The, but the difference is, is that you start to realize it's actually not about the moves. Mm. It's how that's to preoccupy the body. Mm. It's try it's all about breathing. Mm. It's I'm gonna make my body breathe, my lungs respond to the actions of my body in such a way. So I'm sick, I've been sick all week. My premise was I played out Dover Street last night, Dover Arts Club. Mm. I have three hot toddies and, I'm, and I haven't drank for a month, but I'm hammered. Tell me about that. Listen, I've never heard of that man. I'm um, hot toddies. Can you believe me? he has never heard about? I've a hot, never heard of a hot toddy before. Can somebody before. write to rinse, please, and give him a recipe right. for what a hot toddy well, is? Because he's, he's clueless. You know is. what?
0: And for those of you who are in the it's same, me. Me, now for those of you in the same camp as me, will you just? Exp- I don't want to dig- digress, but just please give us the recipe of what a hot toddy is because i never heard of that shit before.
1: Maybe it's the Scottish in me. I don't All right? Know. Okay, go okay The it. idea was that I was hammered but I remember I did a photo shoot with a guy called Lawrence Watson, really famous photographer, totally run the MC early when they first started when there were no one. And anyway, the great thing about that was that Lawrence, um, things happened in his family and his son Miles. I look at this problem I'm like, right, Mum look like a straight is it's the mm. seventies. Look like some shaft business. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like thing, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know, quite a bit of a fro. Mm. Yellow skin, light skin. Mm-hmm. Like my man's like, why my man's got some like you know, like big like he's like a like, push a man. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, rah, right, but he looks tongue. Yeah, yeah. And he starts asking me about the yogis. So I see the thing with the yoga. Oh you yogi, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you wanna go? Because oh, I, I don't know, uh, there's a place around the corner for me in Queen's Park and, you know, I'm not sure and it's expensive and, uh, and I said, look, I'll tell you what, Thursday, 9 mm-hmm. o'clock, you are around here, but yeah. So I've done this thing and before I went to do this gig, I've, I've, I've said to him, listen, man, I feel really, really shit, but I'm going to call you at the death. Mm-hmm. And I woke up and I thought I was not going to wake up mm-hmm. and it was 7 o'clock and I fa- I texted him I said, you up, question mark. He went, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went, nine o'clock, studio, yeah, bam. And yeah, I've yeah. got, I've got, I've got a, a dutifulness to mentor this kid and not flop on him. Mm. And I think, lead by example. So I've gone there and I've talked, him hey and his dad. <coughs> and we've gone to the studio, and he's he's texting me today, and he's like, it's the best thing I've ever done, and I'm really humble and I'm happy and ting, and uh, So, so so my point about this is that. The misinformation and people that have studios, please give up space because it doesn't cost you anything. When you've got your curriculum of your stats and you look at your stats and you look where it's going, you might have a back room, you might want to do like we're like off peak, off peak used to be, right? Something, yeah, yeah. So in off-peak, when you know people are at work and you can do, you know, you can do maybe the one o'clock to the to the three o'clock. Give it up for the community people Mm. that haven't got the money to do that. Because the idea of it being so expensive, I get it, is because it's like these teachers are moving around and they're not making enough money and it's that and the studios want to make money and we've got to create a seeds program where these people that you might be able to log on have a device which goes from different studios a database which goes oh my god there's three spaces left at Fierce Grace if we pitch for it we can get it yeah. and you can go there with your friends and I think,
0: I think that would be the idea really, of Gil, really yeah.
1: Gil Scott Heron Sonny Rollins Quincy Jones Alderb Jabbard all these people doing Bikram yoga yeah, yeah. hot yoga yeah. and doing yoga in general man yeah yeah in mm. general, mm. Naomi Harris, Nay Nay, she's doing yoga, people do yoga and it's like, if we could harness that power, you know, my son found me, man, one of the most beautiful things he says, Dad, man, will you come and do a talk to, them, to the inmates mm-hmm. and make maybe back yoga too? Because I think I like to try it, you know, Dad, and I went to the prison in Brixton, yeah, me and Kelly, we go down there, and I've got these inmates that are coming yeah. out soon. That's brilliant. And, we, and 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 how stiff they were. Yeah. How when I, was, when I was adjusting them, Kelly's teaching the class, and I'm adjusting them wow. to get them in, And they were so stiff because, like, I'm in prison, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm, just mm. everything is like this. You know? And they were really. And some of the guys wrote some letters and said, I want to try this when I'm out. I want to mm. try it, you know what I mean? And it's in the prison system in Australia, it's in the school system in Australia. Mm. And we've sold our kids enough drugs, with America's proof of that, yeah. manif- they're manifesting Trump. The, 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 the way that we treat addiction and the way that we treat trauma has got to change, man. Yeah. This ain't about going, I went to Antigua, to Eric Clapton's Gaff, and I'm going there, and I'm going there with people who have been there, th- how long, is it your first time here, yeah? No, nah, no, nah, it's my third time. Wow, something's obviously wrong then, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because daddy's spent your money to bring you here and he's rich. And it's just like a bunch of rich kids sprinkling shit on their cornflakes, man. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm done with this shit. And I'm like, something ain't right here. So the Hoffman Institute, I think, I've got in my house, probably edging towards 80 letters from people that have gone to the Hoffman that said I would never have done this mm-hmm. until you've done it. you showed me that I could do it because I'm a street kid and I never thought I could do this. Yeah. And they're beautiful letters because in the Hoffman, part of the process is that you write a letter to one person when you're done.
0: Yeah.
1: It's like a bit of a pipe. Can explain
0: little... a bit for the audience what the Hoffman
1: is? Well, for the audience, we're trying to keep it short. We're probably yeah, going to yeah. do this, this interview in like maybe four parts, maybe. Yeah, the yeah, the yeah. idea of it is that it's a It deals with spiritualism, the self, now, present, uh, your past, uh, and, and, and the mechanics of you. So it's like a quantum. And it's a guy called Bob Hoffman who went to Asia and looked at acupuncture, looked at uh, shamanic healing, looked at Reiki, and he went to Colombia, went to all these South American stuff and looked at the the Western world and medication and how we treat stuff and how we deal with trauma. And you go there, you're not allowed to talk about what you do there. It's very, very kind of quiet. Um, But if I see someone as the Hoffman, You're getting hugged out. Like, you're getting hugged. This ain't a cult though. People think it's a cult. It's not. Highest divorce rate in the world. Yeah, because you're marrying your mum, you idiot. you're marrying your dad. Of course. mm. And you are going to be unhappy for many years just for the kids. Mm, Mm. I want a happy family. So, the Hoffman teaches me about looking at my parents and remembering that they were children Mm -hmm. and having empathy for my mother. It's a very powerful, powerful, powerful tool because mm-hmm. you, you know it's dealt with. I mean, I, you know, this is a guy that's been abused by by males. That I I, I, I I've got, I'm in a room with a gay guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I've got to deal with this guy, and I'm mm-hmm. f- it's an obstacle immediately. Yeah, yeah. Of and course. in at the end of the course, I'm rolling around on the floor with his brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like laughing friends, uncontrollably. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And still friends. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like so. So you've got to work on yourself. And mm-hmm. I've had to work on a lot of mental issues, and my issues are trauma. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize until the last couple of years how I've going to love of it. Yeah. And Thailand is a fresh breath. I'm no one there. I'm just Phantong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Gold. Yeah. They don't know me from this. And they, they don't know what I've done. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I became normal, That's nice. If you know yeah, what yeah, I mean. Fishing, like, yeah, yeah. I can go fishing. I can go and mm. walk on the beach. And you get the odd kind of like, oh, my God, look, brothers. Like, yeah, man, I'm from I'm from, like, I'm from, you know, I'm from Coventry, mate, with me missus. I'm <laughs> living, like, what are you doing here? Do you know what I mean? Well, I, right, mate? yeah, man. I'm from Ilford, mate. Yeah, man, what? Andy C. Yeah, man, wicked, mate. Yeah, wicked. <laughs> what are you playing out? What are you doing? You live here, what? <laughs> so you get all that shit. um, But, you know... I distanced myself in that in that, in that situation to, to to be Clifford, yeah, because Goldie was created, and you could just see Clifford just behind him. Maybe mm-hmm. if you look carefully mm-hmm. enough, and some days you're not going to see Clifford at all, mm-hmm. but you might see him a little bit. And he became his persona, the parody, and the shield. And but what the, what he did, what Clifford did was what what Goldie did was just crushed Clifford. Yeah, 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 and he. I want to speak. I that clip never had a voice anymore, so mm-hmm. I'd kill my boy.
0: Mm-mm-mm.
1: It's like, look at that, look at that, beautiful, 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 look at that beautiful bird. You, look at, I've got it, 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 man, I've got it. Oh my God, it's dead. What do you mm. expect? Mm-hmm. Now the Buddha and the Buddhist, which is probably the closest thing we are to, is sitting there and then the bird just goes. Look at that bird, a beautiful bird. And he just goes again. Mm. But it comes back because it lands on my side, it lands on the side of the railings, and I'm looking at it, and it comes, and a butterfly comes into the house, and it comes out, and they're big ones, massive, as big as your hand, mm. and it just goes, whoo, 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 and it just goes out of the house. <laughs> it comes in, and it comes out, and it's just the idea where I'm at in my life now is making me be, the right today. I'm, today, I'm the best version of myself I can be today.